Hello everyone, this is Gihan Pereira and welcome to this month's social media forum. Uh, this is an opportunity for you to ask your questions about social media, to answer them, to contribute, to participate, to share your experiences. It's very much a sharing environment. Uh, I will we'll go for an hour or as much time as we need up to that hour, depending on how many questions come in. Uh, and it's, it's run a little bit differently from the webinars I usually do. And I also see some names here that I don't recognize. So let me quickly go through the rules of engagement for the way that this webinar is going to run for this hour together because it's a little bit different from the webinars that I usually run and uh, please bear with me if you've been on these webinars before and you, you understand how it works. So as I said it's very much about sharing and asking questions so feel free to ask your questions about any area of social media and please do contribute as well. We're all experts as where, where social media is concerned and your experience may be just as valuable as anybody else's and because social media is pretty new it may be something that you've done that nobody else has thought of doing and uh, so please feel free to, to jump in and do share your opinions. There are two ways you can do that. The preferred way if you've got a microphone, uh, if you've got a microphone and headset then I've got everybody on mute at the moment apart from me of course but what I will do is if you have a question or you want to contribute, raise your hand. Uh, there's a little yellow raise hand button on the control panel. I think it's yellow. And I'll see that and I'll turn your microphone on and then you can contribute. If you don't have a microphone and you're worried about background noise, then type your question in the question box and I'll be able to read it out on your behalf. It, it's better if you do have a mic because we generally have conversations, but if you don't, that's okay. And we have got by in the past with people who just type in questions and, and I'll, I'm just reading them out loud. Do be careful about what you, what you say because it is a public forum and not only the people who are on the line today uh, will hear it, but also the people who watch the recording later or listen to the recording later. Uh, and as I said earlier, everyone's equal. They don't feel that just because you're new to social media, you've got nothing useful to contribute. This is one area where everybody's contribution is valuable. Uh, as I said, this is being recorded and I'm making the recording available under a Creative Commons license, which means that, uh, that you're welcome to, in fact I'd love you to, take the MP3 file which I'll upload to my blog. Uh, so within the next 24 hours it will be uploaded at gihanperera.info. So please feel free to download that MP3 file and share it with whoever you like. For example, one thing I'll do is I'll share it with my podcast listeners. So I've got an, a regular audio newsletter which is a podcast and today the podcast episode that I send out will be this the recording of this uh, of this social media forum. But feel free to do what you like. You can uh, burn it to a CD and send it to your top clients as a gift if, if you like uh, or post to your blog or to your podcast. You're welcome to do what you like with it. Uh, but as I said, be careful about what you say for that reason that there will be other people listening into it. Okay, so let me just show you the scope broadly and then we'll, we'll devil, de jump straight into questions. So broadly, when people think about social media, typically they think about these outer layer things. So Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, now Google Plus, and other online communities. But I just want to make the point that I, I want to make this scope a bit broader than that. So if you think about your whole online presence as being like a solar system with the sun and your website being in the middle, then these social media platforms are the things around the edges. They're the outermost planets. So if you want to talk about that, great, please do. If you want to talk about stuff to do with your website, because a lot of this is about the, the reason you use social media is to bring people back to your website and then there, after that to do marketing. Um, then if you want to talk about your website, do that as well. Uh, and also there are these inner planets 
which are where typically where you demonstrate your expertise and things like an email newsletter, a blog, a podcast, which I mentioned before, a, a video channel, like a YouTube video channel, or an ebook or special report. So I just want to make it clear to everyone that the scope of today's social media forum is anything in here. And typically we've talked about these outer planets, so Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter in the past, and a bit about Google+, but you're welcome to, to broaden the scope to talk about other things as well. Alright, so with that out of the way, let's open up for questions. So anyone who's got questions or comments or wants to share things, please just raise your hand to get started and I'll turn your microphone on and uh, we can, you can start speaking. So I don't have any other slides, but if you, uh, until we get to the very end, I actually do have one other because I've got a little bit about uh, what's new in social media, but I'll hold it back first because I don't want to make this a presentation by me. I want to make this very much an open discussion forum. So let's start with questions and comments or anything that anyone wants to share or ask. So we've got people from all around Australia, a couple of people from New Zealand, uh, someone from Canada, so all around the world. Uh, Please, if you've got something that you'd want to, to ask or share, please just raise your hand or type it in the question box and uh, we'll get started. Okay, so I don't see anything coming in at the moment, but I will... Assume that people are, oh, there's a question that's come in. So Sharon says, what's been your recent experience with Google Plus? I haven't spent much time on it yet. Too busy with other mediums. Uh, so Sharon, actually I've got, I've got quite a lot of experience recently with Google Plus, but I'm going to let others comment first because I'm curious to know the answer to that as well. So is anyone else who wants to comment about their experience with Google Plus? And if not, I'll share mine. Sharon, I just want to check with you whether it's okay for me to turn your microphone on. If it is, then please just raise your hand if you've got a microphone, um, and I'll turn your mic on. And uh, because we might have a, we might have a little conversation about this. And if you don't want me to turn your microphone on, just leave your hand down. So at the moment, I can't see your hand raised. So I'm just going to assume that it's that you just like me to talk about it. Uh, oh no, okay Sharon, you got your hand raised, so let me turn your mic on. Hi Sharon, how are you going? Okay, I can't hear you yet, but I've got your microphone on. So I'm just going to, I know, I can hear there's something happening now. Uh, Sharon, you're very soft at the moment. I can hardly hear you, but I can hear you. Yeah, that's a bit better. Okay. Great. So what, what specifically would you like to know about Google Plus? Um, well, at the moment, there's obviously not a lot of people on there. I'm actually um, wondering if you can share where you think it's going and you know how much time is worth investing on that forum at this point. Yeah, sure. Okay. Look, my thing is, I reckon all these social media tools, these social media platforms, hang out where your clients are and where your colleagues are. 
So you use social media for two things, for marketing and for networking, broadly speaking. So um, very much use it as a business networking tool, any one of these, by the way. So I'll get to Google Plus specifically. But if we're talking about Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Google Plus, let's say they're the four big social media platforms at the moment. Uh, people often ask me, which one should I be on? Well, I reckon you should be on the ones where your market hangs out. So typically, a lot of people who are working with business to consumer, they they will use Facebook a lot because Facebook seems to be where a lot of consumers hang out. A lot of business to business, they will be using LinkedIn because lots of business people are on LinkedIn and the high level executives tend to be more on LinkedIn. Everyone uses Google, so I reckon you should be on Google Plus. So it's a kind of slightly controversial answer I realize because I said everyone uses Google, which is true, but I didn't say everyone uses Google Plus. Um, however, I think that's where Google Plus is heading with because it's owned by Google, it has a, it's a little bit more important than some of the other tools. And here's why, Sharon, and uh, this is a little bit speculative, so I'll admit that at the moment it's speculative, but it, people look at me as saying, okay, what's coming up? Well, I reckon this is what's coming up. So this is, this is my prediction. What Google wants is to be able to link Google and Google+, Plus, so that when somebody does a search on Google, your Google Plus, whatever you're doing on Google Plus, will influence somebody else's search results. Um, and that's where Google Plus is heading. So I think it's not, so as, as you say, there's not that many people on Google Plus at the moment. There's, there's 25 million, which is quite a lot in the first couple of months, and it's not even open to the public yet, but it's still not that many. However, what you do on Google Plus, I think, is going to have a big influence on what other people are searching for on Google. So Google wants to, when it, when it displays your search results, Google wants to show, um, show the most relevant results for somebody doing a search. And part of that's based on what their friends are doing. And until now, Google hasn't really had a way of knowing what your friends are doing. But now with Google Plus, it does. So your friends and their friends, so your extended network, is going to influence um, how people are going to find you on Google. It's very much an overview. I'm very happy to go into a little bit more detail if you want me to. Um, but do you want to just ask any follow-up question or comment on that, Sharon? Uh, no, it's actually a really good um, idea. I suppose you know I certainly see the benefits of of where it is heading. It's just you know, do I invest on now or there for a couple of months? You know, until people on it or you know, spend some time now and get a bit of it going. Yeah, look, I reckon you should... I think you've, you've answered the intent behind my question well. Okay, thanks. So, based on that, are you going to make the decision to invest time in it now or, or wait? I'm just curious. Sorry, I didn't hear that. Your microphone dropped out. Sorry. What I said was, so based on what you just said, um, what are you going to do? Are you going to invest time in it now or wait? Uh, probably now, I think, you know, to get that little bit of history so it's a much more fluid um, transition when uh, things do start to move that way. Look, that's, what, that's been my idea. So my idea is to get in there now while it's early. And, uh, I mean, it doesn't matter. You're not going to miss the boat if you wait. But I do think it's going to make a big difference in terms of your Google influence, even now. And even now, like just last week, Google started uh, showing Google Plus results in the Google search. So it's, it's already starting. 
it's already starting that people are the, the reason this makes a difference is like Sharon like you're a speaker um, but like what do, let me just quickly work through an example with you what would you like in an ideal world if I could wave a magic wand and say Sharon you can be number one in the world for a certain search phrase what would it be that when someone's searching you'll be the number one position on Google Sorry, ask that again. I'm not, not sure I got that. So, what would you like to be number one on on Google when somebody searches for a particular word or phrase? What word or phrase would you like for you to be number one on Google? Uh, influence. Influence. Okay. Okay. So, is it now? Can I be slightly more specific? Is it influence speaker, influence trainer, influence coach? What do you want to be the number one for? That's a great question. Um, just make up something because we're just using this as an example here. Yeah. Okay, so influence, faci influence facilitator. Okay, so, so ideally um, you want, when anyone in the world searches for influence facilitator, you want your name and your website to come up first. Fair enough? Mm -hmm. Okay, that's great. Now, that's great for you, but not everybody who's searching for influence facilitator wants you or needs you or can use you okay for, for certain reasons like let's let's take a really exaggerated example a bushman in the Kalahari desert tapping away on his iPhone searching for influence facilitator if he sees your name up first he's probably going to skip over that result because you're in Australia or you're too far away or you're too expensive or you're not the right sort of person or they're not the right you're not the right match for them for him now you don't care about that because you don't care about the people who find you as uh, who are not relevant because they just skip over you and they go to number two, number three, and number four in Google. So that doesn't matter to you, but it does matter to Google. So Google wants to give that bushman in the Kalahari um, the best result for him. So they, uh, so Google wants the top ten results that come up when they do a Google search to all be relevant for the searcher. So how does it do that? Well, already it knows that it can do it based on location. So if I search for Italian restaurant, Google knows that I live in Perth, so it's going to put Perth Italian restaurants up there first because it knows my location. But not everything is based on location. So the most relevant searcher, the most relevant results for that Bushman in the Kalahari are probably influence facilitators who've been booked by his friends or his, his friends' friends. Okay, so Google actually wants to show the results. They, they don't want to show you for that person because you're not a good match for that person. They want to show people who are probably been booked by his friends or his friends' friends before. And until now, it hasn't been able to do that. But now it does. With Google+, Plus, it knows what his friends are saying about influence facilitators and it knows what his friends' friends are saying. So, it's like, so Google can use that to display those results first. So it's, not, it's no longer based on who's done the best keyword optimization on their website or who's got a really smart webmaster, who's got a lot of incoming links to the website, or even who's got a lot of incoming links from all around the world. That, that matters, but it's not as important as what his friends have, have said about somebody. So that's why Google Plus is important. And it's not true of Facebook and LinkedIn and Twitter. It's, it's kind of slightly true on Facebook because Facebook uh, is a partner with Microsoft and so Bing, which is Microsoft search engine, is doing that already. So already Facebook's, in, uh, what you're saying on Facebook does influence search results on Bing, but Bing isn't as big as Google. And that's why I think that Google Plus is going to be really big 
because it's going to influence your search, other people's search results on Google. So for anyone in business, I'd recommend get on Google Plus straight away and start using it because it's already having an impact outside Google Plus itself. Mm, great. Okay, so it's a long answer, but I hope it's helped. Yeah. Absolutely, that's terrific. I do have another couple of questions um, that I've typed in, um, so if they're appropriate to answer. Um, that may be related as well in terms of what to post. Yeah, great. Okay, so uh, let me just quickly, before we finish this Google Plus topic, uh, I don't want to make, as I said, I don't want to make this only about me uh, answering questions. So if anyone else has any comments or contributions about Google Plus or questions, please go into, uh, please raise your hand or type a question in the question box. So I see some comments have, that are coming in. Uh, Chris says, really good info. Thank you. Um, but I just want to, before we close off the Google Plus question and move on to the next one. Yeah, so Chris says, for example, life management trainer. And I think the same is true of you, Chris, that life management trainer, you don't necessarily, you won't be relevant for life management trainer for everyone around the world. So Google wants to only show you for the people for whom you're relevant. And, uh, and the ones that... And they're probably the ones who the people have booked life management trainers in the past or booked trainers in the past or booked speakers in the past. And they're all the sort of people in your network or your extended network. Okay, so I don't see any other comments about Google Plus coming in. So Sharon, I've still got your microphone open and you've got a question. So the next one you asked was about blog posting. Do you, have any, do you want to say anything? Uh, just ask the question out loud so everyone gets it. Sure. Uh, the questions that I have relate to the, the both the blogs and the social media postings in terms of trying to keep fresh and creative and you know certainly the times that you have got to write them, it may not be the times that you're feeling most creative. So I suppose I'm looking for some suggestions and ideas in, in terms of keeping the pipeline um, full and some you know suggestion you know suggestions as to how to keep them relevant and interesting and related to the audience that you're trying to to reach when you might actually be feeling tired and and not as creative as you'd like okay thanks Sharon so I'm going to open that up to other people uh, is anyone would anyone like to comment on how they're doing blog posting and writing relevant interesting content and doing it when um, and keeping the creativity switched on, as Sharon said. Anyone else who wants to uh, comment or contribute to that, please just raise your hand and I'll turn your microphone on. Oh, I see someone's typed in something, so let me just jump down to that. Oh, Chris says, couldn't, uh, can you repeat what Sharon said? Uh, so Sharon, I think you're slightly, still slightly too, uh, a little bit soft, but let me, uh, let me paraphrase what Sharon said. Uh, I'll read out, in fact, what she typed in the question box, Chris. So Sharon says, sometimes I get so busy doing what I do, I feel really brain dead when it comes to writing a blog post. Any ideas to switch on the creativity when required? Okay, so any questions or comments on that? I see a hand raised. So Garth, let me turn on your microphone. Hi, Gian. How are you going, Gav? How are you in Calgary? Uh, I'm doing well. It's a little bit of a rainy evening, but it's great. We're, uh, we're only on Tuesday, Tuesday evening so far. 
Great. My thought would be, my thought would be uh, ask yourself three questions that you think your, your clients might have, and then just answer those. Type the answers. So um, you're feeling a little brain dead, and you say, okay, what are three things my clients would like to know? Uh, and, and just ask those questions, write them down, and then answer under each one of them. So you've got three headings. You can do one, you can do two, you can do five, whatever. But you've got three headings, you just answer the questions, and then you've got a post. Great. Thanks, Gat. Sharon, do you want to uh, add anything or ask Gat any questions? I've left your microphone open as well. Um, that's a great suggestion, Garth. Very valuable. Uh, in regards to um, how you actually maintain a, a log of, of those sorts of ideas, you know, sometimes I have my best ideas when I'm not able to uh, record them or do anything about that. Does anyone have um, any systems in place for collecting those aha ideas when they have uh, them? Well, this is Garth again. Uh, the, I'm not very good at this. I'm trying really hard, but that is just to keep a notebook with me. And uh, so, any because I'm just like you, I have the great ideas when it's the most inopportune time. The other day, I actually wrote one on the top of a cardboard box. Uh, so, if I have my notepad around, then I can just jot down ideas, complete enough so I'll remember them, and uh, keep those, keep collecting those. But the, uh, and I know a lot of my colleagues who are really good at doing that always have a notepad with them. Excellent. Thank you. Okay. This, I think this conversation is going to go on for a bit, because, and that's great, because I've got a few other people who've got their hand raised. So I'm just going to bring you into the conversation one at a time. I think, Shirley, you had your hand raised first. So let me turn your mic on. Hi, Shirley. How are you going? Good morning, Gihan. I'm well, thank you. Good, good. We can all hear you. Go ahead. Um, well, as a, a writer uh, with three books under my belt, and I am reasonably prolific in uh, writing articles and blogging, um, I know better than anybody waiting for inspiration to hit um, doesn't come as planned usually. So what I recommend that people do is when you are going to actually sit down and have to go into the creative space to write, you have a set ritual that you go through that your mind realises it's time for writing. Um, I start, I clear my desk, I put on a certain CD of music, um, I sit down and by the time I've actually opened my computer and I'm ready to go, my mind knows this is writing time and it's just a matter of training yourself that when this ritual happens, this is when the creativity happens. So it's a, a difficult thing to turn on creativity like a tap, but it's a matter of training yourself, basically. Thanks, Shirley. I'm going to bring in, as well, I'm leaving other microphones open, so I want to bring in, in turn, Chris, Sajila, and John, who've all got their hand raised as well. So let me start with Chris. Hello, Chris. Go ahead. Chris, can't hear you just yet, um, so let me turn Sajila's on if you're trying to just get your microphone working. But Sajila, let me turn your microphone on. Hey Sajila, how are you going? Gihan. Great, thanks Gihan. Um, 
Yes, I, I'm also an author, and if, as you know, um, three international bestsellers. And what I do is I do have a dedicated time to, um, to write, and that's early in the morning when I'm very fresh. I also have pointers. And the other thing is I have um, with me, and I don't know whether m most people have an iPhone or something similar, and so I can record on my iPhone at just a press of a button to capture some ideas. I do carry a notepad with me wherever I go and that will put inspired thoughts down. But I have a series of um, topics that I've um, committed myself to expand on and those early mornings are the set times for me, that's my time, you, you'll find your time, that you actually commit to um, having some time where you write or read something inspirational that will trigger you to write and, and, and then um, fill those topics so that you have them in advance that you can easily refer to or you can go back to that, that book or folder or whatever um, or file and, and get inspiration from that and oh my gosh I haven't covered that or I'd like a bit greater depth in that area and I find that that helps me enormously. Great, thanks Sajila. Uh, Chris, I've still got your microphone on if you, if you want to uh, speak at the moment. Okay, Chris, so we're having trouble hearing you, uh, so if you want to contribute, you want to just type it in the question box and I'll, happily, I'll be happy to read out your contribution. But let me go to John and then I'll share my system as well. Hello, John. You're very soft at the moment. Okay, well, I'll get a bit closer to the microphone. Uh, just as a matter of interest, I... Um, so, uh, John, just for me, and it may just be mine, but I can, I can hardly hear you. Sharon, do you, I know you've got your mic on as, uh, your mic open as well. Are you having the same problem hearing John at the moment? Very faint. Yeah, yep, okay. Very faint. John, go ahead. Okay, well, okay I'm trying to... Turn it up. I don't know why. I'll, I'll speak very loudly. That, that'll help. <laughs> Thanks, John. Okay. Um, I just want to follow up on what uh, the previous speaker said about using uh, the iPhone or the iPad. There are quite a number of applications um, th that uh, enable you to take down notes. Evernote is the one that I use, E-V-E-R-N-O-T-E. And then uh, I'm just learning to use Scrivener, which is another one, but uh, there's, there's quite a few different ones. Um, and the idea of having topics that you actually write to, I find very helpful as well. So they're the two contributions that I've got in terms of um, doing something creative. I'm sorry, I have one third one. I've only started on this. I've been doing it for about a month. Um, something that I came across in a... Um, something called The Artist's Way, which is a book and a program. And I've been writing three pages a morning, just what comes at the top of the head. You know, it's not an easy topic, it's just to get into the practice of writing. And it, it tends to unload the critic within that says that I can't do it. Thank you, Gian. Great. Thank you, John. And the volume was fine towards the end, so that's perfect. Thank you for adjusting that as well. Um, Sharon, I just want to check in whether you've got any, well, I've got Sajila's microphone open and John's microphone open. Do you have any comments or questions for either of them? As well as Garth, uh, who's still, yep, his microphone's still open as well. 
no, I actually find this, found the suggestion of, of the headers really helpful um, as, you know, kind of those thought starters. Um, and certainly, yeah, the iPhone, you know, application is, is a great idea. It's just a matter of remembering to use it. Uh, so they're terrific pointers. Thank you to both. Okay, thank you. I, I'll just let me add my little bit at the end. So this is just explain what what I do. So and Sharon, because you specifically asked about blog posts as, as one of the examples, what I do is I generally try to write my blog posts in advance. So typically, I'll write uh, a blog a blog post every day, Monday to Friday, uh, and I'll do that. I won't do so. It usually goes at eight o'clock Perth time every morning. Um, but I don't write, I don't sit down at 8 o'clock and do that. What I generally do is the Friday or the weekend or the morning or, or the Monday morning, I'll spend about an hour putting together all those blog posts. Now that's based, sometimes I, I write them from scratch, but quite often uh, during the week when I find things that I want to write about, I will just quickly jot them down into my into my blog and for the people who can see this on the screen I've got my this is these are this is actually my current blog at the moment so I've got things scheduled to go out on this is at the actually go out on Friday and then on Monday today's blog post is going to be the recording of this social media forum so I don't have to do anything for that tomorrow's blog post is going to be the recording of a free webinar that I'm doing tomorrow so I don't have to I don't have a blog post scheduled for that either but but the others, normally I will have five blog posts scheduled for the week. And also, whenever I think of an idea, I will quickly log into Blogger, which is what I use for my blog posts, and just set up a draft post. So I've got, if you can see this, I've got some draft posts here. So for example, and I opened up one of these here. So I've got one here called Australia Post Cryptic Tracking Form. And that's simply because I ordered something from Catch of the Day and they sent me a note saying you can use Australia Post Tracking Number to, to uh, see, see what status your shipment is at. And then I used that, but the Australia Post form was very cryptic. So I thought, oh, that, that would be a good blog post sometime in the future about how websites need to be customer focused. So what I've done, and I, let me just open up the window, that's, this is a draft blog post. All I did was I took a screen snapshot of the Australia Post tracking form and it says, you know, manifest accepted, manifest received, which doesn't mean anything to a customer unless you really know what that's all about. And I've, I've pasted in that, that little snapshot with a couple of comments. This is not ready for me to publish yet, but it's there so that sometime in the future when I'm thinking about what I'm going to write for this week, I've got this that I can then go in and tidy it up and then publish it. So that's what I do. So uh, like John, I use Evernote to, to record to record things, particularly websites that are, or web pages or articles that I'd like to comment on later. And when I sit down for my weeks writing my blog posts, then I can draw on some of the stuff that I've captured in the past. So I should do paste it into the blog, but only as a draft so no one sees it. And also I have my blog post scheduled in advance. So that means that I don't have to only blog when, when the the desire takes me or when I've got the right energy, I just set aside the time beforehand to do my blogging and uh, I'll schedule the post in advance. And some of that's based on things that have, like photographs that I've taken or emails that I've seen or something like that. But see, it's, I, I try to capture everything in, in Blogger ready to then tidy up and send out in the future. Does anyone want to comment on that or ask any questions about that? I'm happy to, to um, go into any detail if you want me to. I have a question, Gihan. Yeah, go ahead, John. Uh, the discipline of having five 
blog is scheduled for each week is marvelous. I congratulate you, no doubt. Uh, uh, tell me about how you got to that discipline. Did it, you know, what did you do to get to that? Okay, so I'm going to say something which not everyone will like, right? But I reckon if you can't think of something every day that you that's worth sharing with your network, then you're just not trying hard enough. Okay, I, I just like to write one a, to write one a day is actually a bit restrictive. All right, so for example, like yesterday, I had two because there are just two things that I want to, I want to write about, a book review, uh, or a video book review that I really liked, and I also have my regular, every Tuesday, there's a, there's a journal that I collect all my clients' blog posts and publish that. So I ended up doing two of them that day. Uh, it's rarely a day goes by that I can't think of something worth blogging about. So for me, uh, a blog is an outlet for me as much as it is a marketing tool for my network. So I, and, so my rule about blogging, John, and for everyone else, is that no more than 10 minutes per blog post. So, for example, like today's blog post is going to be a one-hour webinar recording or audio recording of a webinar. Now, obviously, it's taking more than an hour for that content to be created, but for me to blog about it, to paste the MP3 file uh, of this recording, will take me five minutes. Um, the same with, like, this... This book review, book promo, was just pasting in a YouTube video and adding one little, one little sentence paragraph next to it, and that took me a couple of minutes. So, it doesn't take me a long time to blog, and it's just, it's just rare that I go, go by a day, go through a day when I can't think of at least a couple of things that I want to share with my, with my network, and blogging and Google Plus and Facebook business page, the places where I can actually write more than 140 characters on Twitter. <laughs> um, those the, they're an outlet for me, so I never have trouble f with content. And I think most experts uh, don't either. So if you, I, I think if you think about it that way, it's thinking, wow, this is just a fantastic opportunity for me to reach people rather than, hey, what am I going to do to market myself? Then I think it's easy to blog. don't know whether that helps you, John. That's very helpful. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, Sharon, I can see uh, the other Sharon. You've got your hand raised, and also I know that Chris said, let's try again with the microphone. So I'm going to turn Chris's microphone on again, and then we'll go back to the other Sharon. I'll turn your microphone on as well. Go ahead, Chris. Are you there? Okay, so maybe not. Chris, I'm going to leave your mic on for a couple of minutes. Let me go to the other, mi uh, the other Sharon and turn your microphone on. Yeah, I, I don't think it'll be a you know link long term Facebook, but it won't be going over there. I think. Okay, so we've we've got a little bit of background at the moment. So, can I just suggest that if you? Oh, I'll be looking forward to talk more about that. <laughs> okay, I think that was Chris's background. So let me just turn your microphone on, Chris. Can I just also ask that if you're if you're in this conversation, and I know a lot of people are, if you're not speaking at the moment, if you just click the mute button on your own control panel. I think that was Sharon who just came in there. Uh, Sharon, we couldn't hear you. It was a little bit distorted. So, uh, do you want to try that again? Okay. 
Okay, so maybe Sharon will ask you to just type your question in the question box uh, in case the microphone, I've left your microphone on if you want to try that again, but we'll try it, uh, but otherwise we'll have it in there. I'll just read out your question. Oh, Sharon, okay, so Sharon asks, uh, I wanted to ask about the different blog sites. You use Blogger. What is the advantage over WordPress? So just very briefly, uh, WordPress is by far the best blogging platform in the world. It's the most sophisticated, the most powerful. All the top internet marketers use that. All the top bloggers use that. However, it's like it's like having a racing car. You don't need a racing car if all you're doing is you're dropping your kids off at school and going to the shops um, a few times a week. So even though it's got all that power, you don't necessarily need all that power unless you're making use of it. The reason I use Blogger is because you can set up a blog literally within 10 minutes. Like You just go to blogger.com, sign up, and your blog is set up and up and running in 10 minutes. Uh, I'm going to just turn a couple of microphones off because there's a bit of background noise. So I'll just turn everyone's off except for Sharon who asked the original question while I continue. Um, okay, so just to finish off that WordPress versus Blogger question, if you've got somebody who can install WordPress for you um, and set it up for you, great then it's really fantastic. If you haven't and you just want to get started with blogging, I think don't wait. Just go to blogger.com, sign up, get your blog up and running. And you can always, if you want to in the future, import everything from Blogger into WordPress. There's a, there's a one, like one click way to get all your, to import straight from Blogger into WordPress. So you're not actually, you're not going down a road that you can't come back. Um, I've used Blogger for about, oh, I don't know, five, eight, six, seven years now, and it's fantastic. It's owned by Google. It, it's got some really nice templates to get started with, so you can actually have an attractive blog up and running within, an, certainly within an hour, but really even within 10 or 15 minutes, so you could be up and blogging very quickly, and I think that's more important to be blogging than to have the most, most powerful blogging platform. And um, that said, I use WordPress as well, so I've got a couple of other websites that I that have got for other projects, and they're run as WordPress blogs. And in fact, WordPress is more than just a blogging site. You can set up your whole website in WordPress now. So it is quite sophisticated, but you don't need it. You can get by with uh, with Blogger, and I think Blogger is fantastic. Okay, so. Um, I'm going to just quickly check whether anyone still wants question, uh, comments or suggestions or questions about this blogging topic. I've turned almost everybody's microphones off. So Sharon, who asked the original question about blogging and creativity, I've got your microphone on, on Sharon, but everybody else is, is off at the moment. So if you want to speak about that topic again, um, just raise your hand and I'll, I'll turn your mic on. Okay, so Sharon has made the comment saying, thank you for your valuable reprimands. It wasn't meant to be a reprimand, but he, he said, as I, as I do think to myself, I'm not trying hard enough. You're absolutely right. Um, yeah, like that's right. They've been trying too hard to tailor to the audience rather than use blogging as a personal outlet. Yeah, look, and Sharon, like I, I know you from many, many years, for, for many, many years, and you, if you are an expert, as, and you certainly are, then it's really not that hard to find stuff to, to blog about. Yeah, and I, I think sometimes we try and um, be, you know, too perfect rather than just actually um, doing that sort of ongoing comment. So that was fabulous advice. I really appreciated that. 
great. You're welcome. You're welcome. And it was terrific to see how you've actually managed your week because that's um, certainly something that I aim to do, uh, you know, is to do the scheduling, but to actually see you put the drafts in there is, is certainly valuable. So yeah, great. Great, thanks. The other thing that I found, particularly with Google+, Plus, is because Google+, Plus at the moment, doesn't have any way to, to feed stuff in there automatically. So um, Twitter and Facebook do. So all, each time I post to my blog, it automatically gets posted to Twitter and Facebook. Whereas Google+, Plus at this stage, is still very much, you need to log into Google+, Plus and contribute there. And I like that. So when I finish a task, I will log into my Google+, Plus account and just spend five minutes reading something or or um, posting something. So I might take that blog post that I, that I posted this morning or yesterday and then quickly paste it into my Google Plus thing. But it means that I have to do that as a well-considered, well-thought-out uh, activity rather than everything happening automatically. So I find that's another big advantage of Google Plus that is forcing me to really think about what I'm sharing and who I'm sharing it with. And, and I like that. I like that discipline. And by the way, so this is my Google Plus uh, screen at the moment if you're if you're looking at that. Um, Sharon, the other Sharon says, is anyone else having audio problems? Um, if you are having audio problems, do you want to just raise your hand? I'll assume otherwise that you're not. Well, that's probably the wrong way to ask the question because if you're having audio problems, you may not hear the question. But Sharon, I've got your mic open still. Are you still hear me, hearing me okay? And uh, I guess you're hearing other people okay as well. So Sharon, yeah, Sharon, Sharon Kay. <laughs> okay, yes, I'm hearing you just fine. Yeah, great. So, sounds good. Great. Okay, so I think the other Sharon, I think it's just at, at your end for some reason. Um, okay, good. So we've talked about that whole blogging thing and sharing stuff on Facebook quite a lot. Um, and if you're having trouble. Uh, hearing in anything, if anyone else is having audio problems, remember the recording will be available as well. Um, it means you can't contribute live, but at least you'll be able to listen to the recording. Um, let me just quickly go through, just to take a quick break, and I know we're uh, about 45 minutes into what we into our time. But just for a, just for a quick break, let me just give you a couple of little news things that have been happening with with social media stuff. So, with Google Plus, I've mentioned uh, just and I, this is just kind of like a little overview of what's new in social media. With Google Plus, I've already mentioned that it's now uh, Google Plus posts are appearing in your search. Uh, the plus one button, which is like the Facebook button, that's much more visible now. So you can, when people search, uh, they will actually see. Uh, who's plus one? Plus one, a, a web page in the Google search results, which is like who, who's liked it in Facebook. And Google's also bought Motorola, which I think gives it a very interesting position in terms of its Android operating system. And the thing I hope is that they'll let Motorola do their thing and design great phones, uh, and Google will do this great thing with this engineering of the software, and those two will work together. But we'll watch this space to see what happens there. Uh, Facebook, uh, 750 plus million users, so people have said that Google Plus is going to be a Facebook killer. I don't think so, not with 750 plus million users. Um, however, you can already see that Facebook is being influenced by what Google Plus is doing, and they've just recently, in the last week, announced better privacy control and better control of when you post something on Facebook, who you post it to, where they shows up your location, and things like that, which Google Plus has been doing right from the start. So Facebook is now tightening up an area that has always been criticized for, which has been its privacy. 
um, LinkedIn has done a couple of things recently. It now allows people to um, businesses, you can have a job application button on your website and that goes through to LinkedIn. And there's a bit, been a bit of a controversy with LinkedIn where they start putting your name in LinkedIn ads, your name and your photo in ads that appear to other people. So it's a bit controversial and you can turn that off, but if you search for, uh, if you're worried about that, just search for LinkedIn um, opt-out of advertising or something like that. If you do Google search for that, you'll see the instructions in, for turning that off. But it's a little bit like what Google is doing with Google+, Plus, that LinkedIn saying that the sort of people that they want to reach are people just like you. And the people who are like you are likely to be buying the same sort of things that you're buying. Therefore, they want advertisers to have access to th those people as well. Uh, Twitter has done something uh, recently with easier, easier photo sharing. So it allows Twitter apps like TweetDeck and Hootsuite and things like that to uh, the developers of those apps to make it easier to share photos that way. And there's now a Twitter, in your Twitter account you can have an image, there is an image gallery as well. So this is just a little bit of news about what's happening in the social media world. Uh, I just want to bring people up to date on that. So let's go back to go back to questions. So let me just quickly check the question box to see any other questions or questions, comments, suggestions that have come in. And, and also please feel free to raise your hand if you want to if you want to ask a question. Okay, Sharon, I can see another question from you, which I'm not sure whether has, be, has been answered in the discussion, but I'll read it out and uh, again open it up for people to comment. So Sharon says, without, okay, so without trying to dominate today with questions, so that's okay, there aren't any others at the moment, Sharon, so that's quite all right. So sometimes I feel that my social, sometimes I feel that my social media posts, and those of others for that matter, are inane and not as valuable as I would like them to be, but I feel I need to post to keep visible any ideas. Uh, Sharon, I'm assuming that that is still a question you want to ask. Um, I, again, I've got a couple of things I might say about that, but I do want to open it up to others as well first. Sharon, I'll turn your mic on first. Go ahead, Sharon. Um, okay, so that's really about the sort of the um, short ongoing um, posts and, and to a large extent the question has been answered uh, but you know sometimes you know you, you, you feel you want to comment but you also wonder about whether it actually does have value for, for people who are reading it. Yep. Yeah, does anyone have any comments about how they feel about those short posts and posting because you feel you have to keep posting to keep your presence visible? Um, Sharon, I'll, I'll add my two cents worth, which is uh, actually just, I did briefly mention it earlier, which is that I automatically post to Twitter and Facebook, so every time my blog posts go out through Blogger, they automatically get posted on Twitter and Facebook as well, and I use the free service called Twitter Feed, so twitterfeed.com, uh, just sign up there and tell it your blog address and your Twitter account and Facebook account and it will automatically post to them. So for example, I might just show you for example what that looks like. Um, so I've set up a Facebook page recently and um, I, sh I should say that if you want any of these things to work like Twitter or Facebook then you really do need to be active on those on those platforms. However, you can 
just to get yourself started, do some of the automatic stuff. So on my Facebook business page, I have my blog posts appearing automatically on the wall. So there are posts here on my Facebook business page which are simply the same things that are posted to my blog. And uh, so what I posted yesterday appears automatically here on my Facebook page yesterday. And it does mean that other people look at them here and uh, other people on my Facebook page can comment on them or like them. So that's one way to keep that I use to keep my presence going on Twitter and Facebook. Um, and also Twitter is my Twitter account is connected to LinkedIn, so the same thing happens with LinkedIn, that my Twitter posts appear on LinkedIn. Um, I'm really careful about what I post on Twitter, so I don't use Twitter for, say, um, conversations with people. So I don't have those back and forth conversations on Twitter. And if I did that, it would get very distracting and annoying to people on Facebook and LinkedIn to see those Twitter posts going back and forth on my Twitter, on my uh, Facebook wall, or my LinkedIn LinkedIn newsfeed. So I generally use Twitter only to announce things and, and they're not only my things. So if I see an article I like, I might announce, I might send a link to that to Twitter. But it's usually useful stuff that goes out on my Twitter feed. Therefore, I'm happy to just automatically post it to Facebook and LinkedIn as well. Um, so that's, that's my strategy. I know other people do other things as well to to automate. So I know some people on the line use Hootsuite, which is another free uh, service, hootsuite.com, like it's an owl, so hoot, H-O-O-T, and suite, as in a lounge suite. Hootsuite.com allows you to schedule posts um, to Twitter and Facebook, and so I use it as well. Again, as I said to John earlier, I, I have an abundance of things that I want to share with people. So blogging once a day is not enough for me. So I will also do Okay, uh, like in, in addition to my blog post once a day, I'll also post out another article, somebody else's article once a day as well. And that goes out to Twitter and, and Facebook and LinkedIn. So it's just like there's too much stuff for me to share that I, that's relevant to my market. Uh, so I still, I'm still selective about what I share, but there's plenty of stuff for me to share. Uh, any comments on that, Sharon, or, or anyone else? If anyone else wants to comment, please raise your hand or type in the question box. Uh, no, just really valuable. Thank you for showing your, sharing your strategies. Um, some of them I use, um, some of them have been new, so uh, great to get confirmation and some new ideas. So as, you, as uh, usual, Gihan, loads of value. Thank you for today. You're welcome. Thanks, Sharon. Anyone else wants to share what they use to, to keep their online presence active? Okay, so I don't see anything else coming through on that topic. I want to just open it up again. We've got 10 minutes of allocated time left. If anyone wants to ask any other questions about anything to do with social media, and remember you've got a lot of very, you've got, a lot of, you've got people here with diverse experience. So it's not just me, it's, there's a whole bunch of other people who can, who can help and contribute as well. So please ask if you've got anything. Okay, so don't see anything coming in, anything else coming in, so I'm just going to give it a few more seconds, and uh, if I don't see any more questions coming in, I'm going to just, we'll, we'll stop a little bit early, so I'll just tell you a few, a little bit of stuff that's coming up soon, um, but if not, we'll, we'll stop a little bit early. Uh, okay, so John says, 
I'm Gihan, I'm streaming all my articles and blogs from multiple platforms. So I know this, John, and I know you've, you're doing this really well, John. I would really love you if you've got a microphone, if you don't mind, if you can just raise your hand if, you, if you're okay with me turning your microphone on, because I'd just like you to expand on that a bit if you don't mind. But you may not be in the position where you can do that at the moment. Oh, great. Thank you, John. Hello, John. Uh, can you hear Yep, we can hear you. Go ahead. Uh, now we've lost you, John. We had you a few seconds ago. Go ahead, John. I've left your microphone open, so if, if it's working at your end, go ahead. Now, it's a little bit soft now, John. Okay, so for people who didn't hear that, John just reconfirmed what he wrote in the note, which is that um, blogging and uh, the articles that he writes, streaming them into social media works really well. Can I ask, John, what tool you're using to do that? Are you, do, are you automating it using something like Tweet, Twitter feed or Hootsuite? John, because, you, because you're very soft, let me just uh, repeat what, what John's saying. So he says, your Twitter feed, uh, John also uses Ezine Articles, which is uh, ezinearticles.com is an article directory where you can post your articles, and they have automatic feeds from there. And John also said LinkedIn. Gihan, uh, I would recommend if anyone wants to improve their expert status, there's probably three article sites I would recommend. Yep, go ahead, John. In fact, I'm going to type this in the chat box as you as you as you speak them. So go ahead. Three article sites which are highly valuable are easyarticles.com. Yep. Goarticles.com and articlespace.com. Great. Thanks, John. I think we can. I think we all heard that last bit. So, yeah, easy in articles, go articles, and articlesbase.com. And I've just popped that in the chat box for people to copy and paste if you're if you're live on the webinar. Uh, and John's an absolute master at article marketing. So, if John says they're great, I, I would definitely go along with that. Uh, does anyone else want to comment or ask John questions while you've got him on the line, or uh, share their own experiences with article marketing? Uh, no, nothing else. Is there anything else you want to add, John? Uh, no, Gihan. Uh, unfortunately, I couldn't get the early part of your uh, your teleconference today, and uh, I do thank you for coming up with these ideas. I look forward to seeing the fuller version uh, later on. Great. Thanks, John. Yep, and I'll be making the recording, the audio version of the recording, available to everyone later today. Within a couple of hours, I think it should be, if everything goes well. Okay, so we've got five minutes left. If, you, if anyone does have any last comments, questions, uh, suggestions, or sharing experiences, we have got a couple of minutes to do that. Otherwise, we'll finish a couple of minutes early because I'll just announce some other stuff that's coming up in the next, in the next few weeks. But otherwise, happy to finish early. All right, so let's do that. So let's do that. So let me just quickly uh, 
just show you some stuff that's coming up in the in the next couple of in the next few weeks. Some of this stuff is available to everyone and it's free and complimentary and so please I hope you do take advantage of this. So let me show that let me be sure that's showing up on your screen. These are just uh, it's a little bit of a promo for me, but a lot of this stuff is available for everybody. So tomorrow I run a, a every two weeks I run a complimentary webinar. Uh, and tomorrow's one's about how to write an email newsletter. And I'll just show you the, the 16 things that I think are essential components of every email newsletter. And there's time for question and answer as well. Then next Wednesday and the following Wednesday, I'm running webinars which are for eGurus members only. So, sorry, which are included as part of your membership if you're an eGurus member. Uh, otherwise, you can pay to attend. Uh, one of them next week is about Google+. And the one after that is about building your Facebook page. Um, so those are for eGurus members, or you can pay if you're not an eGurus member to attend those. Then a couple of others coming up, uh, the complimentary webinar in, in that series in the middle of September is about how to do webinars. And then we've got our regular social media forum on the 28th, so it's the last Wednesday of the month, just as we're doing today. And the day after that is another complimentary webinar about planning your membership site. So how to decide, if you're thinking about building a membership site, what software to use. So WordPress, which we talked about today, is one example. But there are a couple of others as well. I'll, I'll take you through the strategy of how you decide what membership site, what membership software to use for your membership site. And then there's another eGurus program coming up, which is all about webinars. And it's because lots of people ask me about webinars, how to run them, how to promote them, how what to, what to present, how to design slides. So I'm running a four-week webinar, uh, four webinar series about how to do all of that. Again, if you're an eGurus member, that's included as part of your membership. And if you're not, you can buy that. Um, I know there are some eGurus members who are on today's webinar. And if you are, then you get access to everything. That, that I mentioned there. If you're not, just check it out. It's uh, Go to egurus.info. It's $50 plus GST each month, and you get access to me. You get access to all the webinars I run. You get access to some one-on-one -on -one time with me and a whole bunch of other resources about putting some of these things into practice. So that's, that's up to you if you're not an eGurus member, but I, I really recommend that you check it out because there is a lot of value there. Thank you everyone for being part of today's webinar. Thank you for contributing, participating, asking and answering questions. Uh, it's always like this, this social media forum is very different from the other webinars I run and it really does, does depend on who's in the room and what questions you ask and how you answer and how you participate. So I'm always really grateful for everyone who turns up and participates. Um, as I said, the recording of this will be available on my blog uh, later today at kihanparera.info. And also, as I said at the start, uh, this will be available under Creative Commons license, which means that you can download the MP3 file and then share it with your network in any way that you choose. Please invite other people to come along to the webinar in the future. As I said, it really depends on who's in the room at the time, and that, that determines the success of the webinar. Thank you again, uh, and hope to see you at some of the other webinars which are coming up, including the one tomorrow. Uh, all those other webinars, by the way, I did, uh, are available at if you go to gihanparera.com and look at the events. That's where you can register for all of them. Uh, thank you uh, for taking part, and have a great day. Hope to see you for this webinar, uh, same time next month, and for some of the other webinars before that. Thanks, and bye for now.